not Johnny Cash. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Cause I'm in a Barbie world. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friend. Good morning, Patriots, and welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, the Patriot, and uh, yeah, we've been gone a few days. I've been up in the mountains on a retreat called Wild at Heart. Uh, for those of my day ones out there, you remember last year we actually did the podcast from the event this year i was a little too busy uh and tired by the time we got done with the day to even consider doing a podcast i was out like a light up at 4 a.m uh just a beautiful place to be though and, and an amazing time i saw atheists give them li- give their lives to christ i i you know longtime friends uh, that i've been working on to, you know have finally gave up and you know, we've seen a lot of people get baptized. Just a group of men on the mountain that got out there and just became vulnerable uh, and, and gave it to God. It was, it was an amazing time, an amazing time, a place where men can go be men. We were up there on quads. There was archery, fishing. It, uh, people were uh, doing uh, riding side-by-sides. It was just hiking. There was so much to do, fishing, golfing. Yeah, they even went golfing. I, I wouldn't have went down off the mountain to go golfing as an event. I would have stayed on the mountain. That's me, but some people like golfing that much, so I don't, I don't fault them for it. But uh, like I said, yeah, I had, uh, I, I had I seen an atheist give his life to Christ. And, and there's, I mean, there's a guy that I've known for a few years now, and um, I, I never thought... <laughs> I never thought in a million years when I asked him, uh, I asked him, uh, you know, how was his weekend? How did it go? Because uh, a great friend of mine, and he was up there helping out with the food and that sort of thing. And I never expected him to say that Jesus Christ was his Savior, right? So um, it, it just amazed me. And I, I had to, I didn't realize that's what he was going to say, but fortunately... Uh, I did get it on film. So uh, I I would be happy to show it to you right now. And, uh, guys, it was just an amazing thing to see. So give me just a second because I didn't have this prepared. That wasn't what I was going to do when I came on here right now. But you guys got to see this. This this is amazing footage. Very candid. He didn't even know I was going to interview him. I just walked up on him, and this happened. And it, it, it's just amazing that this happened, and I'm glad I caught it on tape. Here we go. I'm gonna ambush you. I interviewed everybody about their weekend. All right. And so we were talking. All right. What did you? Uh, Why did you come to Wild Heart? Have no idea. All right. Have no idea, man. And what do you know now? I know that Jesus Christ is, in, is is my savior. There you go. I know that God is for, is, is with me. That's right. I'm taking and I'm taking the knowledge 
of Jesus Christ and God back off this hill with me. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. <laughs> I had many a conversation with this man. You have no idea the break from what we talked about and what he just said. That's right. You have no idea Praise how far he's came. I'm, that, come here, bring it. Love you, Joe. Say, that right there was worth it. That Everything that I went up there to do, that moment right there, this one right here, guys, this was the one that was worth it, right? Uh, and many others, actually. I, I mean, I, I could... Let's let's just run through them. Uh, this was not on my plan of uh, to dos, but um, why not? Why not? Let's 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 run through them. Um, Tony, uh, we're up here. Here you go. All at heart. Yes. So this guy right here, Tony, uh, and, and none of these guys know that I'm doing this, but they agreed to the interview, so it is what it is. So. Here it is. So this guy right here, Tony, uh, and is this guy has just got so much power and so much love in him for such a small guy. You hear him long before you see him, and he's just a joy to be around. We stayed up many a night talking last year, this year. We've gotten to know each other pretty well, and he's just got a big heart. And I think you're going to really see what I mean when I say that. Just listen to Tony, and you'll see. Tony, uh, we're up here, wild at heart. Yes. Why'd you come up here? Oh man, because you know it's God's creation. Not only that it's God's Tell creation, it. not only that it's God's creation, but you know it's just the hearts of the men that that I'm seeking. You know, it's just nothing like it. What else can I say, man? If you have never experienced this, you guys, you know, I strongly, strongly encourage you to get up to this mountain next opportunity. That's awesome, and and there's many, many more. <laughs> let's let's just keep it going. Here we go. Great. Now, hold up. I, I, I can't just let this one play. You got to understand who this guy is. So, this man, he opens his home up every year. He's got a cabin up there where we go. And uh, he opens his home up every year. And he, and he lets us come up there and stay. And invites people up and just, you know, gives them a home for a few days. Where they can go and be guys and kick it and... Uh, you know, listen to the sermons and get involved in the music ministry and the food ministry. And the conversation is like none that you've ever seen. Just the most honest, open conversation amongst men uh, uh, that are just in a place where they can be vulnerable and still be men and be strong. Trust me, you have no idea. The guys that are up on this mound are not, they're not little weak dudes. These are captains of industry. Uh, in, 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 in uh, top in their field, some of them, uh, music artists, uh, some you may know, some you may not. Um, these people that go up here um, are, are these, these are men, 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 manly men. And uh, to see a, a place like that where they, they cultivate a culture of masculinity, but also give you the ability to be vulnerable enough to deal with some of the things that you have going on in your life. It's, there's nothing like it at all. And Craig is a prime example of what we all should be. Listen to what he says. I've been up here three years in a row now. And you facilitate for a lot of guys to come up here and change their lives. You are the catalyst for a lot of them just by being the conduit that allows people to come. What does it mean to you to be a lot of them? It, it means, now it means to me 
that I feel that if I don't give it away or bring new guys in, that, that I can't keep it. Oh, so yeah. That's my way. You got to give it away to keep it. You got to give it away to keep it. <laughs> you got to love that. And that's one main reason why I love to try to get at least two guys every year that have never been here. That's awesome. So, Craig is is is, uh, is just an amazing guy, and um, I love him to death. And, uh, you know, I, I look forward to every time I ever have a chance to get, be around the guy. He's just a joy to be around. Um, the next guy, Jerry. Jerry has got an open uh, – he's just out there trying to help folks. And, you know, we, we talked a while. We, we did the quad run together, Jerry and I did. And uh, Jerry was just, a, just an all-around nice guy and uh, very smart guy, captain in his industry as well, entrepreneur. So, yeah, like I said, these guys are not just, you know, uh, uh, what you would think, a bunch of soft Christians and that sort of things up in the hills. No, that's not what this is at all. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, the Hope for Prisoners crew was out there. And um, let me see if I can actually uh, find the image of the clan up there and I can show it to you. So, uh what I'm getting ready to show you here is actually a photo of uh, some really good friends of mine. Let's take a look. So you see me here on the end with my coffee, which I drink all day long. Uh, next uh, is Carl, who you've seen on the podcast many a time. And beside Carl, you see there, that face may look a little familiar to you. And he's actually going to be on the podcast pretty soon. That is John Ponder. He was pardoned by Trump. So uh, next to him, my buddy Graham. Uh, we, the only one up here and not up here is Russell. This is Willie. And uh, I forget the guy's name on the end here. But uh, just, just good guys, man. And uh, these guys are all people that have worked through hard times and end up getting a second chance. They come up on the mountain. They're sitting in my small group. And the guys look to me at the end of the weekend and say, Man, I ain't never experienced nothing like this. We had preconceived notions about what we thought it would be, uh, who maybe we thought you were or these people would be, a bunch of conservative Christians up in the mountains with crosses and American flags. What are we walking into? And change their minds. Matter of fact, the one that's not in the picture, Russell, he, he, ended, up, uh, he, he ended up getting baptized. So... Um, you know, the preconceived notions that people have when it comes to uh, certain imagery and ideology, the left kind of uh, has a lot of people brainwashed. They tell them certain things, and by osmosis, they pick it up, and they don't even realize they do. So when you see Christians up in the mountains worshiping and, and, and doing uh, 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 these types of events, and you, and you come up on the hill and you see all these American flags and all these don't tread on me flags and all those types of things up there, you're thinking to myself, oh, damn, what the hell am I getting ready to walk into? And then when you get off the bus and you're greeted with hugs, <laughs> and, 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 and it's just fellowship and love and caring and kindness and people that are willing to help people get from A to B. You know, we got the people up there, went up there to change their lives, came back with jobs came back with things that they didn't know was even going to happen for them until they got there. 
because people up there really care about one another. And it's not just the people up there, it's the people who, who believe like I do, who believe like they do. And we're everywhere, but you're fooled into thinking that we're a bunch of bigots and racists. But we just believe in individualism. And we believe in Christ and we believe in the precepts that built this country. And the left is lying to people, causing division, tearing us apart, and, it, and, and the country is just falling apart as a result. We need to band together. We need to help each other. People need to know who each other are, and we can't do that if we're not talking. If it wasn't for the Hope for Prisoners program, these people would have never made it to that event. They would have they never came. They would have never came. And I can show you a picture of, uh, of other years where it was like 40, 50. And uh, it, it just amazes me of the demonization that people uh, throw, the jacket that they throw on people because they're Republican, conservative, Christian, and we have standards and views that don't adhere to the standard list that are in the, that are in the liberal uh, uh, group think you know, uh, a side of the aisle. They, they, they tear everything down that's good. They demonize God, even. They, they talk bad about God. They talk bad about the purest, most loving entity that, is, that, that's, that God is love. God is absolute love, absolute truth. And somehow or another, they're rebellious spirits from their father, the father of lies dictates their language and their view so why else do they do the things they do except for their enemies of god this is exactly why i've stated time and time again i've never met a liberal who's a real christian never have i met people who say they're liberal and they they believe in god yeah but when you talk to them about what the, who their god is and what their god what, what, what their god entails or who they think god is you'll see very quickly it's, it's, not, it's not the God of, you know, not Jesus' dad, that's for sure. It's not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's it, none of that. They essentially make up God. They create him. They come up with what they feel love is, and then they create a God based around their feelings. This is exactly what the Methodist and the Lutheran did in the LGBTQ churches that are popping up saying sparkle creeds and all this other kind of things that, that they're trying to, to, to create now to make in, you know, to make uh, a mainstream. This, I mean, they, they mock God openly. Look at, look at the sisters of whatever the hell they are over there in uh, L.A. that went to Dodger Stadium. These people are writhing on crosses and dancing and dressed up like female nuns and their guys. This is absolutely offensive. In every way, shape, or form, it's offensive. Churches flying the LGBTQ flag. Come on, this is, this is not part of the game. This is, this is crazy. If we don't wake up and start countering the counterculture, we're going to be in a world of trouble. We're going to be in a world of hurt because people are going to believe and think that that's right and that we're actually demonizing people who don't think and feel the way that we do, when in fact we're not. We're not demonizing them. If you don't, Stand up for what you believe in. If you don't, if you if, if put it this way, it's in the basic terminology as you can get. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. And that's just the truth. And the truth matters more than your feelings. 
I just got done telling a family member that. <laughs> if you, what you're feeling doesn't line up with reality, you know what has to change? Your feelings. The truth matters. We are all Americans. We all live in the United States of America. If the country prospers, we all prosper. So when you see people demonizing and tearing down the country, don't think that's ever going to help you. In any way, shape, or form, it's not ever going to help you. It's going to tear you down. It's going to tear everyone down. They are just absolutely the most... They're a terrible party, a group of terrible men who take up for absolutely abhorrent things. They stand by a president when they know that he received money from China, created shell companies to hide it, had telephone conversations where he said, let's do this before Trump gets wise enough to figure out what's going on. And everyone heard it. The telephone calls are real. He's dead to rights, a criminal. And this isn't like what we think or how we feel about the situation or none of that. We have the bank receipts. We have the telephone calls where he's doing this. We have the telephone calls from Hunter. We have Hunter's laptop. Come on, people. This is, this is not some uh, Republican witch hunt just to get Joe Biden. It, it's got nothing to do with that. The man is actually a criminal. Listen, the Supreme Court ruled on whether or not college loan forgiveness was going to take place, right? They determined it to be unconstitutional. So that means what Joe Biden did after the fact was unconstitutional. And if unconstitutional doesn't, uh, isn't the same or tantamount the saying criminal, it's the same thing. It, the words are interchangeable. Unconstitutional, criminal, they're the same thing. So what he just did was criminal. He stole money from the taxpayers. Not only did he steal money, sell, uh, excuse me, steal money from the taxpayers, but he received money from foreign nationals and enriched himself. And from the last count that I heard from the FBI, the money they tracked added up to $17 million. And I've heard figures up as high as 30. But we know, we're not guessing, we don't think that he got money from foreign nationals. We can prove it. We got the bank receipts. We got the SAR reports. We know his international business dealings raised red flags at the bank where they said, hey, we think some illegal activity is going on in this account. And they create these, what's called a SAR report, because it's called Suspicious Activity Report. He had over 150 of them. When we requested to see them from the Department of Treasury, Yellen said no. Why would you say no? I mean, there's SAR reports, which are criminal activity or suspected criminal activity. And here's the oversight committee in charge of that. And you say no. And then they subpoena Christopher Wray, uh, a, a document from the FBI called the FD-1023, which they lied to Congress initially and said that the document did not exist. And then they went as far as to ignore the subpoena. What you see is a long list of actions that tell you exactly who they are and what they're doing. They're protecting this man.
They're absolutely protecting him. And um, that tells us all that we need to know about those uh, law enforcement agencies, that they were willing to go that far to protect a man that they had the receipts as well, and they know he's guilty. And, and think about this. Every time that Joe Biden took money from a foreign national, that foreign national knows that they paid him, and they know what they paid him for. So guess what? He's compromised now because the foreign nationals that paid him have him dead to rights. So do you think that he can make decisions that fare well for the United States while his decision-making ability is crippled by people who have backdoor information that could end his career at any minute? Why do you think that even though he probably doesn't want to run because he can't walk a flight of steps, that he's still going to run for president when he probably just wants to go home, sit by the fire, drink cocoa, and put a new battery in his life alert bracelet that he probably just got after falling seven times. This is, it's time to wake up. It's time to have that come to Jesus moment as a country. And stop with all the race baiting and the feeling mongering and all that kind of stuff that's going on. And people just need to see this is a fact. I don't care how you feel. It is a fact that Joe Biden took money from foreign nationals. It is a fact that he lied about it. It is a fact during the debates that he denied the $3.5 million from uh, the, the mayor of Moscow. So he did take money from Russia. You know who didn't? Trump. When he denied all the allegations on the laptop and had uh, the, intelligence, the, uh, uh, the intelligence agencies pre-pin a letter that he had everyone sign on to, after the fact, it, it, this is this. I mean, Hunter Biden starts suing people for the content on the laptop because they have access to his personal information, and now they're back to saying, "Well, the the, the laptop is Russian disinformation again." This is crazy, and we spend time on this stuff. The, the 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 mainstream media gives this stuff credibility because they report on it, and then we're stuck having to come on here and tell you that that's BS. That's not true what they're saying. What's true was what we already know. What all of the interagency uh, people have already ruled on, most of all the media outlets, mainstream and otherwise, have also ruled on. The laptop is 100% genuine, and it was Hunter Biden's laptop, and the information on it is also genuine. And that's very telling. The pictures of him and the young women, the pictures of him doing drugs, the picture of him with the prostitutes, um, all the conversations and emails and text messages that he had with his uncle about how, uh, how his dad's mind's disintegrating on the laptop. This is all things that they were, they were talking about. Get Miranda Devine's book. I said this, I mean, I say it at least once every podcast or every other one. Uh, laptop from Hell. Just listen to the content in that book. Get it on Audible. You'll, it, 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 trust me, if, if, you, if you're as interested about these things as I am, if you care as much as I do, which is, I think you do, because you're listening to me right now. So we, we are some kind of simpatico as far as that goes. Take the time, download that book, and listen to it. You'll find out exactly who they are. They're the same administration that said black people can't compete in a merit-based system when they got rid of the systemic racism that existed in the college admissions. Here is a situation in which they actually had the chance to side with undoing a racist law a racist system and and when they actually had the opportunity to do what it is they complain about not being done they complain about it 
it's it's nuts to me that uh, somebody would actually have the guts to come out and say something like black people can't compete in a merit-based system. I, I'm, I'm still, I hate to keep bringing it up, guys, but come on, patriots. This is, I mean, that's on its face as racist as you can get. You can't get any more racist than that. You know, if, um, if, if, if Biden just had a moment of clarity, a moment of clarity, I, I, I just, you know, uh, enough guts to say, you know what? <laughs> I've been lying to you guys, and this is what's really going on, and my life is, isn't got many years in front of me, and eventually these things will be found out, and I don't want my legacy to be that one. I would rather my legacy to be the one who woke up and at least changed and did the right thing before it was too late. At least that way I can look at myself in the mirror and I can die with some dignity. The reason I think that they're evil is because that never happens. You don't see that. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And, and it's, it, it's sad that it doesn't happen. You would think, I mean, at least for me, I personally, uh, I personally, uh, I got too much of a conscience. I have to do what's right. I have to, I have to be honest. I have to do what's right. Uh, I have the biggest heart, and all I want to do is help folks. That's it. Just want to help people. Uh, you know, I, I was an advocate for a lot of the guys for hope for prisoners on the other side of the graduation from that program, and I do everything in my power. Everything in my power, if I can get someone a job and get them gainful employment, I absolutely will. I'll take calls in the middle of the night. I'll go talk to people if they need it. I will be there at any stage that they need me at if I'm able to. And that's a fact. That's who I am. And, and, and I need a clear conscience on my deathbed. I need one. Got to have one. These people don't believe in anything, and it shows. They don't care about anyone but themselves. That's it, and it shows. <clears throat> they will make up every lie they can to suit their needs because they don't believe anything. there's anything higher than them. They see themselves as God. How can they ever believe or trust in God when they believe they are God? Why do you think they're socialists? You know, by by very merit of what socialism is, right? They they think that the government is God, and that rights are dictated by men. That that's why their whole party is unconstitutional, because we are endowed with inalienable rights given to us by our Creator, not not an elected official. But let me share with you a story before we get out of here, something a little more uplifting, right? So we were on the mountain, and a um, guy by the name of uh, Fletch, very, very good dude. And uh, the footage I'm going to show you is, was telling. It, it got a little stormy up there, and uh, as it got stormy, the wind started blowing, and the power went out in the main tent where we were holding the event. And what happened next was nothing short of just all inspiring. It was amazing. So the singer for the uh, band at the Raiders Stadium, he works for the Raiders. Uh, Fletch is his name. And uh, 
he was doing uh, his set, and uh, when he was doing his set, the power went off on his mic and everything, and when it did, watch what the crowd does, and, and then watch what happens about 10, 15 seconds into the song. I think you'll like what I'm talking about here. Everybody started singing. Power's out. What you can't see is there's a cross just above his head, and there's a little light that was behind the cross. And everything, all the power went out on the stage, all the power went out behind us on the lights. And when the power came on, the first thing you see happen right above his head about now is the light on the cross came on by itself. And it was the only thing on. And then this happened. That guy, oh my God! I mean, there was guys in there crying after it happened. I mean, I was I was kind of holding back a tear. Was, I think it was just formed in the corner of my eye. I try to play it off, but <laughs> uh, I, I absolutely I seen people's lives get changed. I I will never miss one of these events unless I can't walk and can't drive, and then I'll probably have someone take me anyway. <laughs> this is. Just an amazing place to be around some amazing guys. Uh, that's it for today, Patriots. Uh, look forward to tomorrow. And, um, you know, as always, as always, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Fair, guys. Have a good day.